This is Critical Nonsense, our high lowbrow show about culture, science, and tech. This week, wild prognostications, our 2023 year in review, and some nods looking at 2024. And this is what a Joey sounds like. <laughs> a, B, C, D, E, F. <laughs> this is what an Aaron sounds like. Happy New Year, everybody. We're going simple. We're keeping it real simple. And this is what an executive producer and metaphorical figure skater, Jess Vander, sounds like. Hi, this is Jess. A triple axel? In that abstract concept, I did not. <laughs> yes, the toe kick. Protect your toe kick. Yes. Uh, anyway, welcome back, everyone. New year, new us. Joy, I feel like you've got the right new year energy. I think it's right for you to kick. What bring us? There's no. There's no. There is a house that we, we can clear out a little bit of cobwebs too. Yeah, we are back. We paused. We reflected. We refreshed. Tis the new year, tis, mm. and, you know, with every new year, some people are prone to make uh, resolutions, some people are, want to make goals, to look to the future, but us here, we want to nogtosticate, to wogsplosticate. Yes, yes. To smog dog to fate. <laughs> I like all of this. All of these. Jess, what are we talking about? <laughs> Help us. Inform us. Welcome all. to your combo platter, Wild Prognostications 2023 year in review, and Wild Prognostications 2024 where Aaron, Joey, and I take wild guesses on what's to come this year and also see how we did last time. Yes. Yes. To be fair, and I'll just get this out the way, the way this is designed, you know, that you might come across trend spotting, future casty type content out there in the broader universe, and uh, people have very thoughtful, uh, well-considered, educated guesses uh, of what's to come. But this, is, this isn't this is just prognostications. We aren't here for <laughs> prognostications 2024. This is wild prognostications. Some wild. Of which, yes. So wild, yes. it, should come, it should come out of nowhere with maybe very little evidence, just mm -hmm. for fun, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that is the spirit here. Um, given this is not tepid that takes. That's a different not, episode. It's not a tepid takes corner. Uh, and you know us. If This wouldn't be um, critical nonsense if we didn't just um, bring up stuff that's random. So given that we're doing things a little bit differently, let me set the stage for part one of the episode, which will be our year in review. It is important that we think back on 2023 and see how we fared with our last wild guesses um so if you will indulge me i will take us on a tour hear ye hear ye a tour of the the nogs of yesteryear <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this, 
the nods of the years before we start with <laughs> with dear Joey's dogs. Uh, Joey, mm-hmm. uh, imagine it's the beginning of 2023. You're envisioning the future, and the first nog that you brought to our table was the turning on influencers. That influencers are the bad, the bad news bears, and they got to go. How did it fare? So I tried to dig into this, and I think a lot of the things that we discussed sort of played out that there was a moment of anti or de-influencer, maybe not, you know, full-blown. I think there are things that we can say that confirm and some things that contradict. The spending on influencer marketing in the past year increased, but the orientation that the general sort of social media user has taken to it did go through sort of a wave of like, no, don't do that. Um, There is a pushback against a number of, you know, the Jake's Paul, the Kylie's, Mm. the Kylie's Jenner uh, and other, other, uh, other folks like that. There was a big push uh, for transparency around branded content a number of platforms made changes in their policies around branded content and promotion. So YouTube, TikTok, Instagram instituted new policies in the past year around said things. But the money is still flowing into it, although it's flowing into smaller creators and things like that. So it's probably, maybe it was a tepid take. There was, in fact, a sort of cultural pushback against it, and some of the behaviors have changed. But, you know... I don't know whether everyone was fully <laughs> fully canceled and we all deleted the apps from our phone. So tough to say. Have you been influenced in this last year, Joey, in any way? Like, is there something that you purchased? Like, did you fall victim to this in some way this last year? I mean, not as a statement of I'm not a person capable of being influenced, but I'm not, you know, on, but not really, I'm not on Insta or things like that. So I'm not sure that I had the opportunity to encounter influencers to influence me. I don't know. I don't know if we've talked about this, but like by contrast, I, I am aware that I am very easily influenced (laughs) in the way, in the way that there's a word for gullible people. Like influenceable people, <laughs> like aren't, I'm aren't one of the, I'm one of those. <laughs> so you're a gullible influencialsaurus, or a yeah, exactly. a, a member of the gullopolis. I tried. I I'm believe sorry. The mm. word is a mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know a lot well, of people like this who are you know like understand like fully what's happening and are like, nope, I will buy every new contraption or thing that you put in front of me because they're sweet and they understand through my data exactly the buttons to hit to get me to buy a thing yeah like i i almost think to myself ah well targeted like you got me good (laughs) yeah you got me you got me like actually that makes sense on the yeah that all makes sense the uh, i am in fact a woman between the ages of 26 and 34 that is interested in homewares uh, living in a small apartment, you like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, or, or even, 
Huh. I was looking for a pair of holiday earrings that is not that is like not expensive uh but kind of darling and something that I wouldn't make. Uh and it was like look at these 14.99 the, Kate There's Spade a box that someone things. checked. <laughs> yeah, I there's was a like box oh, someone checked somewhere Bye. that's like <laughs> likes darling things and it's like check. <laughs> we found her. <laughs> oh, it's so darling. Oh, well you know, some of us are Globopolis uh, members. Sorry, Aaron. Mm-hmm. I think I botched it. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Um, and, and perhaps we will see that into the future. Uh, you had a second Nog, Joey. And it mm-hmm. predicted Nog number two was about a seismic dating shift. Did we see it? Uh, what's funny is the... I don't, I don't think there was a seismic shift. But there has been almost all the things that we collectively going back and listening through and like looking at all the things we spoke about, all of those things seemed to have progressed. I mean, in sort of a number thing, like the cheap and dry dating have continued and accelerated. There has or been damp. some, yeah, or damp dating uh, has accelerated. There's been an uptick in, you know, we talked about like, uh, increase in monogamy or relationship orientation potentially based on previous things there i found a data point that there was a 33 percent uptick in on hinge profiles saying looking for something serious like there there are a bunch of things you know people orienting there's an app apparently called thursday that is trying to like just get people to meet in person and and get away from the actual app experience there are features that have been launched to like not have a conversation just like jump into a blind date like so I think there has been a pretty big push away from maybe like the status quo of where dating was at but I don't know whether I wouldn't qualify it as a seismic shift it just seems to be like the things that we were sort of targeting are are like moving but in mm-hmm. 2023, did all of it happen all at once and everyone changed their mind? I, no, I don't think so. Yet again, it's hard <laughs> making such wild prognostications. We, yeah, just getting to like, you're on to something is, is like the, the outcome. Yes. Yeah, with wild comes high expectations. This is the, this is the evergreen issue in now, what, the fifth or sixth year that we're doing wild prognostications is like, Change can happen, but most change doesn't happen in a year when we're looking at societal levels. So, like, we should, like, revisit, like, prognostications from three years ago that we felt like we're, like, oh, you're on to something to see if, like, over three years did we get there. Yes, I continually have my Google search, uh, like, trend watcher on climate change diets which like yes. absolutely have grown in importance it's and coming. like it's, I'm just like it is happening I like I stand by it um and if you wait long enough low rise genes will come back again and again and again <laughs> attack us all attack us all yeah. they're very low rises so I landed choices. I landed in two you're on to some things <laughs> great work Joey yeah, thanks. Aaron, we turn our attention to your nogs of 2023. The first of which, oh, nog boy. number one, were mm. 
the rise of video game super franchises. I think this was off of the back of The Last of Us and we started, mm. right? And we yes. started to imagine yes. what more there could be. Yes, and I would say this is the rise of a not quite. Um, <laughs> but no, I, 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 I it's, a not it's gostication. It's a not gostication. I think that as I look again through the the wonderful 2020 uh, hindsight system, I think that uh, this is one that much like past prognostications is one that's probably going to take a little while to mature. So what I think we saw was not a rise of video game super franchises like I had thought, but we did start to see uh, emerging gaming like super franchises. And I guess essentially this is the, the Mattel the 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 threat of the Mattel cinematic universe that is mm-hmm. now knocking at our door. And mm-hmm. so of course with the success of Barbie there's been all sorts of green lighting and Hollywood scuttlebutt that has been going about around all sorts of different pieces of uh of content and games. I think my favorite one that's been floating around is about the American Girl uh collection and that there will be a film update chin uh if you will of of american girl which you know i welcome in addition polly pocket talking that's floating around uno hot wheels like these are all rock'em sock'em robots all of these are now yes at various various rumored stages of development so didn't they do a rock'em sock'em robots movie essentially with hugh jackman essentially but not Let's be yeah. really clear. They did not get that licensing agreement. And it is a <laughs> trash movie. That movie is bad. Ooh. Ooh, it hurts. I mean, so this is the thing, right? For every uh, 2023 Barbie release, there is also a Super Mario Bros. movie release yes. that tanks. And I think that's yes. the key is where you then realize, like, the IP does not alone carry. It just has to be done well. And that's really hard. Yeah. I mean, I think there, like, I would say there are hints of what, right? Like the Super Mario movie is sort of, and like was one of the biggest movies of the year globally that sort of point in that direction. There have been talks. I saw like green lighting, I think of a fallout show Mm -hmm. or movie. Oh, it's coming very soon. The show on Amazon prime, it will be here in two shakes. Of a moose's knuckle, or a... of either a, of a of a Skeletor <laughs> face without a nose, most likely. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I just feel like they're, you know, I think this is probably also a you're on to something. You know, hundred uh, percent. This one feels like it's too. It was too ambitious to say that this could explode in a year. That's not based the on cycle production timelines. Yeah. yeah, just to add, we had a huge strike situation that slowed down the entire industry for a, a, just a major, major part of the season and a major arm that would help, you know, build this. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to, I'm going to rise. I'm going to say this is going to be my prognostication for 2025. I'm just going to like put it like five, six. I'm, I'm, <laughs> so I'm pulling it forward. I'm going to, I'm, just saying it's not wrong or right yet. It's just the it moves more slowly than I thought. So that's 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 my thoughts on number one. What was what was <laughs> what was our second one, Chess? Oh, checkers. you know it. You had a second nod. <laughs> and it was about the return of checkers. Yes. 
Yes. The ex- the expectation that somehow in the wake of Queen's Gambit with uh, Chess that we were going to see maybe this swell of intensity around Checkers, the homey, cozy cottage core staple. Y'all, I am very confident and secure in my nog ability in that this was just flat out wrong. And that's okay. There it, are no it's signs. Like, it's beautiful because it is both like wild in the yes. idea that like yes checkers and it is also like like so like tepid normie like that it's yes. checkers checkers is gonna be the thing you know it's all of a sudden people are gonna wear checkers <laughs> shirts that aren't yeah you know, like no no i can't even Ding like me <laughs> right like i'd love to be able to point to some obscure data point and be like oh the rise of gingham in 2023 <laughs> that no nothing at all it was a flat out not did nothing happen. nothing about nothing about checkers nothing oh. and i'm and so that's that's okay though that's okay board games are still doing great the board game industry is still doing great and as we see maybe it just is there are other uh games and toys and elements that need to be you know taken advantage it was of. there we go it was a year checkered with wild <laughs> swings and misses that is it <laughs> That is it. So Jess, can you, you can prognosticate yourself, right? I think so. That seems fine. I had also two nogs. My first was around extreme weather clothing, which I don't know if it's fair to prognosticate myself in the sense that I have then the bias to keep looking for that thing during the whole year. But I Mm. will say that in uh, there are a couple things going on in fashion that I find interesting. One is that like as ugly core permeates, it is mm. it it there is definitely something in fashion and that has also increased this year of like functional things being a, a, a fashionable in some in, in its function. Um, mm. And I think that, is uh, I think we sort of compared that to fast fashion being like intentionally aesthetic forward. Mm-hmm. This function forward construct is really interesting. And one of the best examples of how it, I saw it happen this year in terms of extreme weather is that puffer became every article of clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, puffer jackets mm-hmm. became puffer pants, became mm-hmm. puffer onesies. Became puffer shoes. <laughs> you haven't seen a puffer onesie. Wow. A puffer onesie. I I'll send you the one I found on Eddie Bauer. Is bright orange. It's just like a complete <laughs> inflatable. I love it. I can't tell if I hate it or I love it. <laughs> like, I need to see it to determine. You have to see it. Uh, you have to see it to believe it. Um, puffer onesies. It feels it's, like something so, I would wear ironically on like my college friend like annual trip. Oh no. Oh my lord. Oh, did you see it? There it is. So basically it looks like a puffer jacket and then wow. it keeps it keeps going. The hood, the hood is puffer. The pants only eleven hundred dollars? Only it's a it's steal. on sale. It's, it's on, on sale, sale. from fifteen hundred. <laughs> Man. Um, but you'll see that you'll see these all over. 
Um, and I, I'd like to think that that sort of, uh, I, I think it's definitely seeming to start more in the cold weather space. I'm, I'm very curious to keep eyes out for rain, uh, and like waterproofing specific items coming. Oh yeah. Was this the conversation that we talked about pants, 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 pants. It exactly. Yes, it was. Yes. It I was got a pair of pants, pants for Christmas. Anecdotal evidence. Crushed it. Yes. Thank you so uh, much yes. for affirming me. What is, uh, can you describe them for us? They are from REI and they are pants that go over my pants for when it's raining and I'm riding my bike. You just God, need pants, I love pants. It. Yeah. Yes, I saw some pants pants in Alaska this summer. So Jess, you I would say like full year, right? We saw this in June, July, all the way through December. That was pretty good. Those are some strong signals for some pant, wow, pant function good. clothing. I'm I feel like technical fiber also has increased. Uh there's been a lot of talk around Lululemon underwear in their mm. technical mm. fiberness that uh in the way that we saw the explosion in sweat wicking underwear for men, it seems to be that women are getting some of the sweat wicking materials for their fundies also. And that is a, a product of increased heat in the summer. You know, you just got to stay dry. It's true. You yes. do. You know, I, I, I acknowledge that some of that is just also the slow burn no pun intended, of the last like <laughs> 10 years of fashion evolution to suit our, mm. our like fashion technologies to better work with our bodies. Um, but I'll take it. Look, I'll take it. I'll also especially take it as it pertains to my second nog, mm -hmm. which was uh, honestly, upon further review, also kind of a tepid, not as wild. Prog it was just like a barely wild nog that chickens would be the new unicorn. Uh, and my, my yes. note to self was straight up. No, um, <laughs> not just not. Uh, but, mm -hmm. but I did say mm -hmm. I, what, and what I did find is that there was a much more pragmatic shift mm. for the chicken. Um, mm. you'll see that much more people were interested to know if like a dog or a cat, they could also feed their chickens scraps from the table like there were there are more transferable home pet interests cross yes. crossing over to chickens uh and i'll happily report uh i identified a new d to c chicken brand called you guessed it omelet stop uh stop and it. they have <laughs> they have all of this like incredible gear made specifically for maintaining your chickens I, I will say chickens actually had a pretty tough year uh like <laughs> a lot of millions of them were killed in an avian flu outbreak Oof. bad bad news people mm. weren't fans of chickens because of the inflationary window and the cost of eggs went up i mean just mm. from a a PR perspective, tough year for chickens. Tough 2023 was not the year of the chicken. Yeah, actually, you know, yeah. to that end. Oh, no. Well, I have neighbors. I've got two neighbors that have chickens. And halfway through the year, one of them decided to, I don't know what, how they made this change and how that worked, but they went from chickens to ducks. And so now they've got ducks and uh, no more chickens uh, on that end of the street. So, you know, tough year for How chickens. How does one 
go about that decision. Yeah. I mean, there are there are more like West Coast hipstery conversations to be had, I know. But still, I'm proud of the fact that that's really up there. Oh, I've we never, just switched from chickens to ducks. Nice to meet you, neighbor. I've never had a duck egg. Maybe are they are is it better eats? You know, it's I have big. chosen not to engage. <laughs> I, I we take out our mallards? trash. Oh, yeah. It's take out the trash, wave, and then it's run small. away. Because I, I don't ever want to really learn more about their duck their duck life. That now duck I'm life, like, what's, what's their False. backyard duck like, eggs, architecture like? Duck <laughs> eggs tend to be 50 to 100% larger than chicken eggs. It's a big duck. Or a big egg. It's a big egg. I mean, it's, it's a big also duck a too. big duck. Yeah, you know. Full of antioxidants. Oh, Indeed. if I can only add one more thing that is deeply barely related um but in my in my search in this i specifically was interested in following chickens being turned into toys and like being being made in cute um and i did not find that but i did surface a thing that i have noticed over the last few years and i cannot explain it is a tendy adjacent observation that in the same way that we started calling chicken tenders tendies, since when did we start calling stuffed animals stuffies? I grew up with stuffies. I grew up. What? Th- that was what they were called. What? I'm happy that I'm learning something new right now. <laughs> yeah, like- you went from disgust to like, oh, I guess if that's what you call them, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like basically. The role, the role of like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I want if any listeners have strong feelings about this, like is Stuffy's new or is that just a thing that or is it something that had been well Maybe established regional? somewhere that's expanding? Yeah, I just it's just I mean, if the tendies were invented in Manchester, New Hampshire, maybe Stuffy's in your were as well. <laughs> I also have to add, like, at least, for, you know, again, my own meandering experience. Uh, I have very weird parents that wouldn't let me like use shorthand <laughs> words for anything. So like they had to be stuffed animal. Like I could not, I, they wouldn't let me say stuffy. So I'm not a good arbiter of whether or not mm. it, it existed in the past. I just know that I must say complicated words. I, That's I will, a necessity. I will say I, I would still, I don't know how I feel about stuffies. I feel pretty neutral about the word because I, grew up having them called stuffies but uh i would rather stuffies over the the sort of other term that i'm here sometimes is loveys no. don't like that no nope. nope 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 opens up doors that i will close right now look at that <laughs> Poof. door closed Mm-mm. don't like it don't like it the at all aaron, aaron just closed the door on 2023 done yep which brings us to 2024 we're here we've made it it's time to toss around some nogs (laughs) that are as wild as possible (laughs) caught that nog our goal i think in this time is not to strictly hold ourselves to two nogs per person instead i suggest that we brainstorm what nogs we can together with what seedlings of ideas because in prior times, we just have to, we put all of our eggs in one basket and they all catch avian flu. But what if we <laughs> try to brainstorm together? Maybe we'll have better odds. 
So with I that, may I share my inaugural potential nog seedling? <laughs> yeah, not noglings. Share your so, noglings with us. So you recall we had a whole discussion around the rising tide and shift of cake, mm. uh, where mm. we talked about new cake trends. Mm-hmm. And I have been tracking those for quite a while. So you can tell me that this is not wild enough. But I do wonder if in the mainstream, in households, people are going to be making jello things this year. Mm, the, the jello things. Interesting. Like, what? is, is jello yeah. about to have a really good year? Uh, mm, mm. You know? You know, why not? I'm going to put this right next to checkers and chickens. Uh, so why not? Sure. It's wild. Jello, the mold dessert. Yeah, why particularly, not? Particularly off of the back of non alcoholic obsessions, Jello, Jello turned into interesting non alcoholic botanical taste experience. Mm. Like, I just, mm. I just think that there could be more to be seen. Yeah, there. I, I like the idea of people coming back to like the like nineteen fifties sort of like decorative complex molds. Mm. I could, I can kind of like. I can imagine a world wherein we find like somehow there was like a weird TikTok trend this year where everyone was like doing brinksmanship with jello molds. Like, is it cake? It is jello. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, exactly. And and not in like the gross way that some of the some of the 1950s and 60s jello experiments were where it's you like, don't like raisins and carrot jello? shavings <laughs> oh <laughs> and the meat jello yeah no it's like it's like why did we do that but i'm inspired by companies like uh solid wiggles who have <laughs> these like extremely elaborate jello creations concoctions that have these like beautiful artistic designs in them and Are they using like, like their own? Is Solid Wiggles a jello, like, or a gelatin, a flavored gelatin, gelatin. mold yes. company? Yeah. That and they're let's, making let's their own clear. flavors versus yeah, like just exactly. making cool shit with jello boxes. Yeah. Like, let's be clear. I'm not talking about, I'm not putting all of my eggs in the jello company basket. I'm, mm-hmm, I'm talking mm-hmm. more J-E-L-L-O. about like the ge- gelatin oh. dessert, um, the gelatin dessert category. Um, because I think people are going to be inspired. I think people are going to want to try it themselves. I'm here for this. I love it. I, I, you know, I've, I just have a lot of like random thoughts. Great. You know what I mean? I'll just, I'll just, I'm going to, all right. So (laughs) I'm going to word vomit a few things on you. Please get your bags together and umbrellas. So first of all, if I had (laughs) to like, I know I'm sorry. If I had a prognog, I would steal it from Glenn Weldon over at NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour, who, and I'm summarizing here, 
essentially said that in culture, we're going to see potentially this year uh, an AI generated novel or script PR kerfuffle where like the public finds out that this piece of work that everybody loved was generated by AI. And there's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be like, oh, my God, is it and it won't be like an AI thing. It'll just be more so like the goop, the gag, the gander of like, oh, what it, what does it mean? And it'll become like a pop cultural moment and less so this like heady, you know, uh, news hour sort of thing. So that I, I will summarize that as potentially a real prognog. The rest of my stuff is just uh, interest rates will stagnate or go down. Um, there'll be some sort of a giant media merger or divestiture of some sort at some point. <laughs> There'll be a shitty election issue that'll happen and maybe the end of democracy. Who knows? There'll be a backlash against EVs, I think. I don't know what that really looks like. I don't know if that just means it's going to dent it, stunt it. But that's like, that's my egg basket of like nog, noglets, noglings. Eggnog. 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 Oh, Jess. Oh. Oh. Or eggnogs. I'm here for it. That is a basket of eggnogs. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am not mad at this at all. Yes. Okay. Those are my eggnogs. Thank you for coining that. I don't know. I, I like the either a massive media <laughs> conglomeration <laughs> or divestiture. Or yeah. divestiture. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was my favorite. It's basically something's going to happen. So I know I'm going to yeah. be right. I'm going to get one. It's I, a hedge nog. It's I, I, wow. all right. Okay. All right. On oh, that oh, one, geez. I would I would put my I would put my eggs in the nog basket of uh conglomeration. I think we're at the point where like you know, the the classic of like everything is always either bundling or unbundling. I think we're in a bundling moment like it the cable companies are having a difficult yeah. moment, but also the streamers are so fractured that whether it's like everyone goes back to the cable bundle in a in a different incarnation or, you know, mm -hmm. Netflix goes through a acquisition wave and builds something or Apple does or whoever, I'm I'm sort of more inclined towards that agglomeration bit. I would put my my nogs in that basket. Mm, I think that's a nice noggy. I buy it. Mm. I buy. I buy those eggs. Yay! <laughs> Why? No that's, that's twelve dollars. That I need six eggs. And that's too expensive. Also, account? eggs bad year turned out. All the egg producers were like engaged in price fixing. <laughs> the, okay, now I acknowledge that, but I also want to just note for all the listeners who chuckled at my. Beauty and the Beast reference. I heard it. It's okay. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Okay. Okay, cool. I, I didn't, I didn't hear it. No, I know. I know. But there are people that heard it. He's somebody like, heard it and was like, people? somebody heard it out there and was like, they're not going to say anything? Like, so, uh, no, but like, that was intentional. I got you. It I happened. see you. You're there. No. You're there for our mm -hmm. listeners. I am. Turn um, left. Get off at the next subway stop. Whatever you need to do. Continue your commute. Yes. Here, as as we know, we we always nog. We always nog in our different styles. Where I um, what what is it? Uh, Joey has actual thoughtful things. I will things into existence that I want, and Aaron <laughs> shares things that he's afraid of. 
Yes. Two things I would like to will into existence in 2023, <laughs> other than Jello, <laughs> are I want I like I'm I'm ready, and so therefore we collectively should be ready for algae. It's time. We've waited. Mm-hmm. We've been sitting on it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for algae to be mainstream, and I say this in in like the variant forms of kelp adjacent material i think it can come in many forms i think um certainly in food uh but also in nutrition in fashion in uh energy material science carbon energy exactly i'm I am ready for algae and the world better get ready for my <laughs> nog. That, that's, so actually get <laughs> yourself it. together. Um, and secondly, something else that I, I, I was inspired um, by a New York Times style article that was elevating a brand that is based in the UK selling um, wide, comfortable shoes to celebrities mm. and someone in the either in the article or in the comments someone made the point of like whoever figures out how to make beautiful comfortable wide width shoes will make an absolute killing if they can crack it because for some reason it is just one of the things that has never really proliferated uh, in some big meaningful way, in fits and starts here, companies claiming to do it, and I'm I'm ready for nice wide shoes. So you know, twenty three, make it rain on my waterproof shoes. Shoes, let's or go. Whatever. Yes, <laughs> yes. Gelatin Nothing. desserts, or not just desserts, gelatinous confections, algae, yes. and wide shoes. Got it. That's exactly right. Got it. I think do you have anything nice, else? Yeah, do you yeah, what? do we have any more? I I didn't go. Oh, we were doing Oh, I thought we <laughs> oh, were doing them all together. I thought you bundled. Oh. I thought we're yeah, throwing I, them out there. Oh, Joey. well, I just didn't throw mine out. I was Oh. I, <laughs> we're ready. We're ready. Come, come, come. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two things. I will go quick. One, I think some form of AI hardware is going to catch Ooh. this year. I think like catch can be a reasonable number of sales, I would consider, let's call it 200,000 units, a reasonable number of units sold of some form. Whether that becomes Meta's, you know, Ray-Bans, if that happens, there was, I, I had this going, seeing a lot of things, seeing Apple is investing a considerable amount of money in AI. Suddenly they've committed to over a billion dollars a year. Uh, the, there's sort of a crash last week, uh, declining like 3% of Apple's stock because of iPhone sales are declining. People are sort of pushing away from phones. There was a launch of a, a launch video today by a company called rabbit of like a hardware AI assistant effectively that just goes through your phone and will press all the buttons for you if you want it to. Ooh. Um, so I think this year we will see there's been like a big push towards hardware and I think we'll see some sort of AI assistant hardware thing take this year. That is cool. un. Well. Duh. Energy optimism. Mm. The past, 
I don't know how long we can, we could say maybe 15 years has sort of been fueled by broadly speaking, like a, a sort of gloomy cloud around, uh, you know, climate change and carbon fuels and things like that. We're, we're sort of past a point, like all of that gloom and pressure and investment and things that we've all done are, is sort of reaching a point where like in some, you know, in some states in the U.S., like over 40% of energy is coming from renewable sources. Like we're, we're sort of passing this massive wind farm just opened up off the coast of Massachusetts. There's like major breakthroughs this year that are piloting around uh, uh, geothermal. There's been a bunch of new things coming out of uh, some of the congressional acts that were passed last year around green hydrogen, like micronuclear is being pursued by companies like Microsoft. Um, and then the superconductor stuff that's been happening this year that we all thought maybe was going away is actually like coming back. Like, you know, to use the terms of the people who are following it closely, we're so back. Uh, so I think, you know, energy optimism, it may be time. Like it may it's be time, time for a swing where we don't have to like stare at the gloom cloud as much. Whoa. Compelling. Did you have three? No, those were the sort of AI, AI hardware slash anti-phone, not like anti-phone, just like a pushing away from the phone as maybe the central device. And then the energy optimism around like, wait, we're kind of doing it. So. Wow. I like this. And also our listeners can appreciate that you're absolutely the most together and most nog considerate. Of the group of us, so we've got a really lovely mix in our eggnog basket. I think if I had to, if I had to recap it all and wrap it all in a bundle of, if I had to, if I had to wrap it, I would say, uh, Jello, algae, wide shoes, AI hardware energy optimism is bundling something separate is an ai generated novel something separate is hedging against things that can happen or the opposite of that thing its own nog in some kind of way <laughs> i think it is because we must always make space for that which we do not know uh and that feels like a perfect sentiment to set off set us off on this wild and uh, who knows what we can prognosticate 2024. New year, new us. Wood dragon, here we come. I don't know what that is. <laughs> wood dragon, it's the Chinese zodiac year will be the wood dragon. Oh, wow. I mean, Check not until like February, February 12th, I guess. We're still in a rabbit currently, but... Here but comes here comes the wood soon. dragon. Here comes the dragon. Watch out, folks. Critical Nonsense is a Sylvain production. Brought to you by Eggnog, a beverage with eggs for <laughs> drinking seasonally. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank executive producer and Julia Childs, Jess Vander. Julia Child? Yeah, Child. I was just thinking of someone 
who cooked things in the 50s that might have cooked with gelatinous uh, confections. Confections. <laughs> yep. You know who else may have? Our sound engineer and he himself. A- <laughs> gelatinous <laughs> confection that sounds like an insult when I say it like that. Alex Cotel, I'm so sorry. Uh, we'd like to thank our programming coordinator and L-E-S-S-O Wes Jacobs. We also like to thank our production crew and the eggs in our basket. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Jigglers? Gilbert and Nora Mastrich. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I don't know. It's hard. It's the end of the day. Uh, as always, thanks, Alain. Thanks, Alain. Special thanks to uh, New Year's resolutions, maybe, for those of you who observe. If you observe. I don't. But it yeah, feels but like, you, it, know. you know, maybe it's not the worst thing as long as you're nice to yourself. Yeah, exactly. New year, new you if you want, maybe. Yeah, but maybe the old you is like doing great. So like maybe yeah, like new year, same to, you. Special thanks to being non-committal. <laughs> new year, same me. I was doing great. Like, who are you talking about? <laughs> new year, actually, I'm amazing. I did <laughs> such a good job. Yes. Um, special thanks to Rice. Have we thanked Rice yet? No. Ever? Because it's about time. There was a chef's table, like, equivalent of Korea that was on Netflix that I saw Becky watching one day. And so I sort of just sat alongside, like, maybe eating something or doing whatever. And it was so funny. They just kept talking, like, so often. Like, they were, you know, like, doing som or, like, all these different, like, sort of Korean dishes. But then they would always come like... They make the best rice here. They, they just kept like going okay. back to this idea. Highest and, like, praise. Getting to the point of like being able to distinguish between the quality of something that the preparation is so simple, so you have to do it yep. so well. Like, I gotta respect the game. This is it's it's rice, it's dashi, it's eggs. There's always that sort of like fundamental thing that you can judge true quality by, and you can't. You gotta respect that. You gotta do it. Well, well, happy new year. Happy new year. Let's do it. I, I would like to give a preemptive thanks to uh, suck up to 2024. So it, then it treats me well. So thanks 2024. Like 2024, thank you so much. You're, you're so, so smart generous. and kind. And wow, <laughs> you're so good. Like Did I know. Don't it? tell 2023 I said this, but 2024 <laughs> you are so much better. <laughs> well, we right. don't want to put anyone bye. down. But... Okay, bye.